And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I am your host, as always, Tony Defio, and I thank you for joining me on this Friday evening if you're watching live on either YouTube or Facebook. And if you're listening on one of any number of audio platforms where you can find our, our stuff, I, I, I hope it's not as bitterly cold where you are. I hope it's a nice tropical uh, plays. I hope you're on a nice sandy beach. I hope the sun's shining because none of that's happening where I'm at right now, but you don't want to hear my problems. Uh, before I start, I'd like to welcome people to the live chat. There's Creek X, Boing Boom, Brad Jewett. Thank you all for joining me, and I hope more tune in before the show is over. Uh, and before I begin, I, I mentioned Facebook and, and YouTube where you can, you can find all of our live shows. Uh, we have this show, we have The Hangover on Mondays, we have The Steelers Preview with Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, and, and Brian Anthony Davis. We have uh, see, the cap the cap room with the, uh, I forget, I always forget which one, one of the blokes from Australia, it's a really good one, uh, The Curtain Call with 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 Deputy Editor Michael Beck and, and, and Jeffrey Benedict, that's every every Wednesday night. Uh, we have the, the Scobro show with Rich Schofield and Dave Schofield. Um, we have the, the Touchdown Under show with Mark Davison and, and Maddie Pepperall. See, I know the two of them, but I, I can't ever remember who does the curtain or the, the cap room, but it's one of them, and it's great. So please check that out. And then we have uh, audio-only shows, such as the Retro Show uh, with myself and Brian Anthony Davis. We have the Live Mic with Michael Beck. We have Let's Ride with a very popular show with uh, Jeff Hartman. We have the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield. Uh, I think that just about covers it. And if I missed one, well, you know, you'll just have to go find find uh, and research all of them because because there's a lot of great content. And uh, please uh, check out um, Behind the Still Curtain the website where we bring you news, commentary, film breakdown, Ben Roethlisberger stuff. Um, uh, J.J. Watt stuff, uh, anything involving any transaction, we're going to have it for you. Those guys are always working. They're always uh, looking for stories. They're always checking out social media for, for all the breaking news. So uh, please check us out. If you're looking for Steelers news, we're the place to, we're the, we're the place to find it. So, uh, and, and please like and subscribe our, our, our YouTube channel, our Facebook page. Uh, it, it's a, uh, it, 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 it helps. It helps out. It helps the cause. Just want to uh, welcome more people into the live chat. Dean McRae, Steelers Pittsburgh. Anita Blackhawk, Javier Moray. Uh, let's see, Felicia Ballard, Lumberzack, Jared Devil. Thanks, Mean Joe. What a great commercial reference that is. You know that 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 commercial involved uh, starring Mean Joe Green. That that changed his perception nationally. He was a uh, he was really considered. I thought of as uh, Mean Joe for the vast majority of the country, and a lot of that was his fault with the uh, all the fights he used to get into with the uh, Cleveland Browns. But you know that 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 commercial uh, turned him into a big uh, a big softy. So uh, I love that I love that name. Just me is here. So thank you all, Michael Lannery from Facebook. He says, "What's up, man? What's up, Mike? Glad you can uh, join us." Uh, let's see. Did I miss anybody? I hate to miss people. I hate to miss people because you're all, you're all what makes the show great. Tyler, Bill, Dave Cavoy, 
All right, you guys are all here. So let's see if we can entertain you. And as always, I have a few topics I wanted to discuss. And I guess there wasn't a whole lot of huge news coming out of Steeler land this week. But I mean, it is, uh, we're approaching the end of February, so it's not much of a surprise. But the big news, if, if, you, if you're looking for it to be news, was was the uh, press conference by Kevin Colbert, the Steelers general manager. Uh, and of course, the big news coming out of that was his his quotes, his statements regarding Ben Roethlisberger's future. And uh, the key phrase, I think, as we sit here today, Ben is still our quarterback, or he's still on the roster. However, we said it, but the key phrase was as we sit here today, meaning it could it could be different tomorrow uh, or next week, you know. And so people took that and ran with it. Um, and I think most of the people that, that did take that quote and run with it were the ones that want Ben to retire. They want him to go. They want him to. Re- they want him to go into the sunset uh, and, 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 and start the future now, you know, so I think that's, but I, but I think if you, if you watch the press conference, we listen to it anyway. And, uh, you know, you got some, so, you know, some visual cues and, and some, some verbal cues from Colbert. He wasn't really saying anything different than what Art the second said a few weeks earlier when, when he spoke to the media, uh, the Steelers are in, in some cap trouble and they, they have a, they have a lot of work to do. And, they need Ben to meet them at, at a certain point, whether it's halfway, 75%. I don't know what, 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 what they're looking for, but they, they need Ben to work with them to, to, to renegotiate or re, rework his contract for them to get into cap compliance. And uh, whether that's a pay cut, an extension, uh, could be one, it could only be one of those two things, I guess. Uh, then, then that's what's going to have to happen. But, but I don't think – Colbert was uh, trying to say anything cryptic about about uh, Ben's future here. I think he was just reiterating again what Art II said. I think they want to have him back. I think he wants to come back. He's Roethlisberger's expressed an interest in coming back. And to me, it's just a matter of uh, of uh, getting in a room somewhere and working something out. And I, you know, um, I can't see them asking him to. to I can see them asking him to take a, a bit of a pay cut. I think that would be reasonable if they said, "Hey, look, how about instead of you know 19 million, how about you take a five million dollar pay cut? That, that would help us out greatly." And 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 we could also do a contract extension. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes any sense. And uh, and spread out your your uh, the remainder of the money out over two or three years. Maybe that maybe that's a dumb thing that I just said. I just it just came to me right now. Can you can you ask somebody to take a pay cut and do a contract extension? Probably not. But if they asked him to do a pay cut, it, I don't think it would be a major one. Because, I mean, if you ask him back for another year, he's still going to be the face of your franchise. He's still going to be the, the straw that stirs a drink. Do you want that guy coming to work every day on the, on, the, on the vet minimum? I don't think so. I mean, I guess if he agreed to it, you'd want that if you're the Steelers. But I don't think that would be good for morale for, for him or for that locker room. Knowing, knowing Ben, you know, passive-aggressive Ben, as I always call him. Uh, so I don't think they're going to, if it is a pay cut, it's not going to be a, a huge one. I think the best bet, as I've said before, is for them to do an, an extension and spread some of that money out into the, you know, a two or three year deal. And maybe he, he leaves after this year, but the dead money won't be so bad in 2022 and 2023. Yeah. I'm no capologist. Um, but I think that would be a reasonable thing. You know, they're, they're expected to have a lot more, uh, cap room starting next year. So even if there is dead money, even if it's five, six, seven million, would it really be that that bad for them? I don't think so. A lot of people 
keep talking about, you know, kicking the can down the road. And I agree because I've said that you can't keep doing that. But if you have, if you've opened up cap space, um, a, a lot of it based on circumstances, then, then maybe you could do that for just this, this one last time. Uh, while you keep and find a way to keep Ben around and find a way to open up uh, some room for this year and, and take care of the business you have to take care of to get ready for 2021, you know, for the you know, for free agency and the draft and the, and, and the guys that you want to keep uh, that, that, that are your own free agent. So I just think that's, that's what, 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 what Colbert meant. I, I don't, I, I don't think it, it was as a huge deal as people wanted to make it out to be other than again, the ones who want him to leave for whatever reason. I don't, I don't get it, but there are people that are just like, just rubbing your hands together and just like waiting for the moment Ben leaves. And I just don't know why look around. I've said this before, look around, examine history and see what happens to the teams that lose quarterbacks like Ben, even guys, even players that are on their last leg, like Ben, you know, he probably has a year or two left, but he's still playing at a high enough level that when he goes, unless they get really, really lucky, the drop off is going to be so noticeable that you're going to regret asking him or hoping that he leaves. But uh, that's the uh, that's the first topic about Ben. Like, short and sweet. I've I've covered that so many times. I I feel like uh, I didn't really need to spend a whole lot of time on that. But I'm still going to spend some more time on Ben, and I'm going to do that in this my next topic, and that's the uh, the ongoing J.J. Watt saga and his uh, quest to sign with another team after getting his release from the Texans last week. Now, you know, obviously I, I've been paying attention, and I know that the odds of him signing with Pittsburgh now have decreased, and the odds of him signing with teams like Green Bay and Cleveland, and I forget who else I've, I've seen – and like to a few other teams, they've increased. So, it, you know, it's, it's, it's probably not going to happen anyway, but I just find it funny that uh, people are, are, are adamant that Ben is washed up and they, they don't need him uh, anymore. And, and they're ready to start the future, but yet they're just, they're crazy about the idea of, of the Steelers signing JJ Watt. And would they be able, able to get him at a cheaper price? Of course, he's not a franchise quarterback and he's a, soon to be 32 year old uh, defensive end. And, you know, maybe in his prime, uh, if he, if his prime was today, he'd be able to command Aaron Donald money, but he's not in his prime anymore. So you could get him for a cheaper deal. But as I said last week, do you need him? Do you really need him? You know, especially if you're, if you're eager to move on from Ben, if you're eager to move on from Ben, if you want them to start their future, then why do you even want, want JJ? What, what good would he do here? Other than he'd be a, a, a great story. It, it, it'd make a great headline. That's, that's all. That's all. JJ Watt would be. So, if you think Ben is washed up, then then what does that make JJ Watt? You know, um, if you could find a way to bring JJ Watt here uh, and keep Ben and also address your other needs, then I'm all for it. But you know, as I said last week, if uh, if you can get if if you can find the money to bring JJ Watt here, then you can address other areas of the team. And I don't know if you had a chance to check out Jeffrey Benedict's article on Friday about uh, the real villain. It was called, I forget the, the the actual title, but it was basically called the real villain of Pittsburgh's collapse down the stretch. And you know he highlighted people like Jay say 
J.C. Hassenhauer, the, the, the backup guard, or I'm sorry, the backup center. But really what he was saying was, you know, if I may interpret what he said, he might have been saying something totally different, so don't take my word for it. But he was basically saying Ben's problems down the stretch had more to do in, in the team's problems, the offense's problems down the stretch, had more to do with the offensive line and, and, and the injuries and, and the decline in play than it had to do with, with, uh, with Ben uh, losing it. That's, that, that's what I got out of it. You know, Hassenhauer was, uh, he came in as a number three center. He started the year as, as the third guy on, on the uh, depth chart. And Stefan Wisniewski, uh, he got hurt in week one while filling in for an injured David DeCastro at right guard. And he basically never played for them again. I don't think he played for them again before they released him. So that was, that was going to be your, your, your top interior backup lineman. Wisniewski, a great veteran, a valuable veteran, a, a guy who's been around the block, and they and they never they, they never uh, got got use of his services. They they released him for whatever reason. I I don't know why. Maybe it was a money issue. Maybe he wanted to, to be. Maybe he asked for it. I don't know. But they released him, and as a consequence, people like J.C. Hassenhauer and 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 Gerald Hawkins and, and Derwin Gray. Uh, they spent a lot of time playing, playing, uh, some valuable snaps for the Steelers in 2020. So I think, uh, to Jeffrey's point, that may have been more of the reason why Ben, uh, kind of lost, you know, kind of struggled down the stretch because I mean, how, how do you go from being an MVP candidate or at least comeback player of the year candidate to, well, he should retire now over the course of a month, you know? And I realized his, his deep ball wasn't as accurate as as uh, it needed to be, but I also realized that he was he wasn't standing in the pocket very long before releasing a lot of his deep balls. If you saw if you look uh, at his performance in that Colts game, the next to last game of the year, the, the next to last game that he played before uh, before 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 uh, the, the the or I'm sorry, the last game that he played before the playoff game, uh, he had much more success on deep throws and the common denominator on those deep throws was the fact that he had time in the pocket. He, he set up, he waited that beat that quarterbacks usually do before they, before they throw it deep and it was successful. So, uh, you know, from everything I saw from Ben last year, he might've been inaccurate. He might've been afraid. He might've been skittish in the pocket. He might've been afraid to get hurt or to get hit for whatever reason. Uh, maybe, because he was off for a year, he was away from football. Maybe he was thinking too much about about his family. Who knows why he was afraid to get hit? But it was it's definitely apparent that he was afraid to get hit. But as far as the zip on the ball, it seemed to be there all year. It might not have been he might not have been able to place it where he wanted it to uh, many times, but but the zip was there. So to me, that would be the the, the telltale sign that maybe he should hang him up if he didn't have the zip on his on his on his uh throws so i'm not really worried about about ben i think if they could shore up that line uh through free agency through the draft um and 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 plug some other holes some other areas need maybe a running back tight end uh add some depth on, on defense i think they'll be fine you know and, and i think ben i still maintain that ben is their best option for for quarterback for 2021 20, with what they have to work with financially, you know, if you want to cut him loose, fine. But if you think they're going to 
go out and get anybody that 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 that's better than him. I, I seriously doubt that. Um, as far as I'm concerned, in my opinion, if they do cut Ben loose, they're probably just going to uh, hand the ball off to Mason Rudolph, and and you know maybe he'll he'll be okay, but chances are he probably he'll probably struggle as all as a lot of young quarterbacks do. So I think Ben is still your best option for 2021 if if you want to compete. And, and, and to reiterate, if you don't want to, if you don't think you can compete, then, then what's the point of, uh, of, uh, worrying about a guy like JJ Watt? So, you know, we, we talked about this all off season, even during the regular, regular season, they were going to lose Juju more, more than likely, but they had set themselves up nicely in the receiver room with, with their recent drafts. Uh, they were likely going to lose Bud Dupree, but you know, Alex Highsmith looks like he has some potential to be a really good outside linebacker. Maybe, maybe he's never going to be Bud Dupree, and again, maybe he'll be better. You just never know. I mean, this is a kid that that works hard, that's dedicated, that, that, that wants to get better. That was a walk-on at Charlotte and turned himself into an All-American, uh, a sack artist. So you know, you know, basically, what's happening right now shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, based on everything we talked about in the off season and during the season, the only, maybe the only thing that that's, that's troublesome is the, is the offensive line. But, you know, as we saw last year, uh, you get up, you get, you know, when Kevin Dotson came in and, and, and improved uh, the play along the line, just by his presence alone, you know, it, it doesn't take much, you know, if David DeCastro is, is healthy and speculation was that he was hurt all last year and he needed surgery and he might still have to have surgery. I don't know, but you know, if David DeCastro is back to his all pro form, uh, if you can find a, a, a veteran, uh, replace Pouncey, you're not going to find a future hall of famer, but maybe you find a decent veteran, someone of the, of the skill set of a, of a, uh, uh, Stefan Wisniewski, somebody who can maybe, uh, play that position and, and, and play it well and, 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 and be solid, uh, for a year or two, you know, uh, Maybe Zach Banner comes back and 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 you resign him and, and and he picks up where he left off last summer when he won the, uh, the right tackle uh, competition from Shooks. Uh, maybe Shooks moves over to left tackle and 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 he, he finally uh, takes a, 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 a giant step forward there. Then maybe you can improve your offensive line play that way. As I, as I've said, you know the the pieces for their they do have to rebuild their line, but there's there's some pieces in place for them to do that right now in house. And I missed a five dollar super chat while I uh, was rambling on and on um, from just me and just me donates five dollars. And and before I even look at the at the question or comment, I just want to thank you, just me, for that for that lovely donation. And she says, no finances. Who would you pick as a quarterback? Talking about. Um, uh, in a, in a perfect world, whew, I mean, give me Deshaun Watson, uh, give me uh, Aaron Rodgers for a year. I think he's still at the top of his game. No finances. I mean, uh, <laughs> but the finances are, are, are a reality. So, you know, when, when you, when you're talking, when you, when you add in the finances, then you can't talk about people like Deshaun Watson or, or Aaron Rodgers or, or even a Carson Wentz who was traded to the Colts. You know, and by the way, uh, I don't know what Jacoby Brissett did to make the people of, in the Colts organization angry, but this, I, I talked about this last spring. This seems like a really, really 
talented young quarterback with, with a pretty decent pedigree. And the Colts keep passing him by for, for uh, other quarterbacks, quarterbacks like, like Philip Rivers, who, who was nearing the end of his career and a quarterback like Carson Wentz, who brings along a huge price tag and has struggled and struggled uh, with thought so little up in Philadelphia that they decided to draft Jalen Hurts and, and replace him. So I don't know what, what, what the deal is with Brissett, but if I'm the Steelers <clears throat> and you're maybe looking at, at continuing to, to kick the tires on, on, on quarterbacks like you did with Dwayne Haskins, like you did with Mason Rudolph when you drafted him a few years ago, like you, like you did with Josh Dobbs, <clears throat> then I would, I don't know what, what, if he might be a free agent, maybe he's not, I don't know, but I would see about bringing somebody in like a Jacoby Brissett and saying, you know, maybe when Ben goes, maybe we'll give you the shot as our as our number one guy. You know, but that's just my opinion. And on that note, and I thank you, just me, for the five dollars. It's always great when you guys uh, contribute to, to the cause. It, 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 it goes to things like my my lovely new microphone that came at the end of the year, and, and, and other things like the headset and and just the quality of the show. So when you guys, it goes to a good cause. You know, we're not just pocketing it. I mean, if it were up to me, I would use it to do my laundry, but. But you know it's not up to me, uh, unfortunately. But but you know, kidding aside, thank you. Just me for that five dollars. And and uh, on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this portion of of this episode, the first half, I should say, of this episode of of uh, Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. If you're if you're watching on YouTube or or Facebook, I'm not going anywhere. If you're listening on on an audio platform, please download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night.